Greetings to all the promising and sincere learners. I am Faculty of Sociology at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Today, in this podcast, we are going to learn about the topic Sociology and Society and the ideas that went into the making of sociology. Influenced by the scientific theories of natural evolution and findings about pre-modern societies made by early travelers, colonial administrators, sociologists and social anthropologists sought to categorize societies into types and to distinguish stages in social development. These features reappeared in the 19th century in the works of early sociologists August Comte, Karl Marx and Herbert Spencer. Efforts were therefore made to classify different types of societies on that basis. For instance, types of pre-modern societies such as hunters and gatherers, pastoral and agrarian, agrarian and non-industrial civilizations. Next is types of modern societies such as the industrialized societies. Such an evolutionary vision assumed that the West was necessarily the most advanced and civilized. Non-Western countries were often seen as barbaric and less developed. Darwin's ideas about organic evolution was a dominant influence on early sociological thought. Society was often compared with living organisms and efforts were made to trace its growth through stages comparable to those of organic life. This way of looking at society as a system of parts each part playing a given functional influence, the study of social institutions like the family or the school and structures such as stratification. The Enlightenment and European intellectual movement of the late 17th and 18th centuries emphasized reason and individualism. There was also great advancement of scientific knowledge and a growing conviction that the methods of natural sciences should and could be extended to the study of human affairs. The material issues that went into the making of sociology were the Industrial Revolution was based upon a new dynamic form of economic activity that is capitalism. This system of capitalism became the driving force behind the growth of industrial manufacturing. Capitalism involved new attitudes and institutions. Entrepreneurs now engaged in the sustained systematic pursuit of profit. The markets acted as the key instrument of productive life and goods services and labor became commodities whose use was determined by rational calculation. The new economy was completely different for, from what it replaced. 
England was the center of industrial revolution. In order to understand how far-reaching the change industrialization brought about was, we take a quick look at what life in pre-industrial England was like. Before industrialization, agriculture and textiles were the chief occupations of the British. Most people lived in villages. Like in our own Indian villages, there were peasants and landlords, the blacksmiths and the leather workers, the weavers and the potters, the shepherd and the brewer. Society was small, it was hierarchical, that is, the status and class positions of different people were clearly defined. One of the most fundamental aspects of new order was the degradation of labor, the wrenching of work from the protective texts of the guild, village and family. Both the radical and conservative thinkers were appalled at the decline of the status of the common laborer. Urban centers expanded and grew. It was not, there were no cities earlier, but their character prior to industrialization was different. The industrial cities gave birth to completely new kind of urban life. It was marked by the soot and crime of factories, by overcrowded slums of new industrial working class, bad sanitation and general squalor. It was also marked by the new kinds of social interactions. The factory and its mechanical division of labor were often seen as a deliberate attempt to destroy the peasant, the artisan, as well as family and local community. The factory was perceived as an archetype of an economic regimentation, hitherto known only in barracks and prison. Another indicator of the emergence of modern societies was the new significance of clock time as a basis of social organization. Factory production implied the synchronization of labor. It began punctually, had a steady pace and took place for set hours and on particular days of the week. In addition, the clock injected a new urgency to work. For both employer and employee, time is now money. It is not past, but spent. So children, I hope you must have understood the topic well and I hope it will be helpful to all for understanding the chapter well. Thank you.